The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills and Starting to get ready for free agency. We will wait and see what happens, what Brandon Bean and his staff does with the Buffalo Bills pending free agents. Probably caught the episode last week where we talked about Levi Wallace and really kind of that understanding, at least from a valuation standpoint right now, he's going to command somewhere in the 9 to $10 million range in free agency. At least that's what's being projected by our friends at Spotrack and, of course, uh, Mike Janitti and the team there do a fantastic job in really pulling that information together. So, you know, right now we wait and see what will happen with Levi Wallace, likely the highest profile free agent that the Bills could either re-sign or that could end up leaving the team this offseason. For this podcast, just kind of a a brief pod today, going to touch base quickly on three of the defensive linemen that are free agents for the Bills this season and really get an idea of what they might be able to command in the open market. You know, as we look at this, we know that the Buffalo Bills are in a uh, a bit of a weird spot as it relates to the salary cap when you look at things for the 2022 season. Um, They're pretty much right up against it at this time. So, you know, they're going to have to do some things to either clear up some cap space, maybe make some, some cuts, and we'll talk about guys that could fit into that category in the coming weeks. Maybe they do some adjustments with some contracts. Maybe some guys take a pay cut here or there. Maybe they do some contract extensions to free up some cap space. Um, We will certainly see. But some of these guys that are out there, I think there's a real question dependent on, you know, where they fit and will they have a spot back in Buffalo. The first name I want to take a look at is Harrison Phillips. Um, Phillips has, of course, been a, a fan favorite of Buffalo Bills fans, of Bills Mafia Since he has joined the team, we've seen him battle through different injuries throughout his four-year career so far in Buffalo and certainly had his best season in 2021, right? You you take a look at, I mean, 51 tackles this past season, easily a career high for him. And again, appearing in 14 games, getting eight starts, um, certainly doing some good things, right? We know he was injured only playing three games in 2019. Tried to come back in 2020, appeared in 12 games, seemed a bit sluggish, and even played through injuries this past season. Now, when we talk about Harrison Phillips, he really established himself as that starting one tech for the Buffalo Bills. 
Not going to talk too much about Star Latule today, his contract situation, and if he's a June 1 cut or what. The, I need to spend some more time doing some homework there before I really get into to too much there. But really the question is, what will it take to re-sign Harrison Phillips? You know, and here's a guy, again, that really would be that starting one tech for the Bills, pending anything they might do in the draft. But we know that Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier they like to have that rotation of defensive linemen on the squad. So, you know, again, if if Phillips is the starter, you know, I'm using air quotes here, maybe he's playing like 50% of the snaps. But, you know, there's there's going to need to be other guys at defensive tackle to play. And, of course, you've got some flexibility from your defensive ends when you talk about a guy like Boogie Basham or Gregory Rousseau. But really, at this time, I mean, you have Ed Oliver coming back. You have Star Latulale coming back. Justin Zimmer is not under contract. Vernon Butler is not under contract. You know, and again, the future of Latulale and his contract with the Bills, that's a topic for another day. So going to spot track, checking things out there, you know, you take a look at things. First off, the career earnings for Harrison Phillips, again, just coming off that rookie contract, right? So that was a four-year contract, just under $4 million. An opportunity, right, for him to, to sign a decent contract. And I say that because of the injuries that he has battled. I don't think he is going to command big money. I don't think he is going to command, um, you know, a, a four or five year deal. Probably going to, you know, to sign something with maybe like a, a two or three year contract, in my estimation, with maybe like one year total of, of guaranteed salary, right? A, a little bit more of a prove it contract, but in a short period of time. As we take a look at this, Track has his valuation at $5.4 million per year, a two-year contract of just over $10.8 million, right? And I think you take a look at something like that, especially in light of what the Star Latule contract had been and just how you've just kind of been waiting for that to, to, to kind of wrap up at some point, right? You look at a two-year deal, $5.4 million, something that's certainly manageable, not a risky investment from this standpoint, right? Two years, someone like Phillips that certainly had a great season here, him pairing up with Ed Oliver, doing a great job. I would certainly be down with that. Again, you would have a you know a starting defensive tackle, $5.4 million a season. Nothing too crazy there. Maybe you get somebody in the draft in like the third or fourth round that you can look to develop a little bit. Um, you know, depending on what happens with Phillips from an injury standpoint or his production but just to keep that going. Now, again, it only takes one team to to kind of take an offer and blow it out the water. We know in the past, Brandon Bean usually has a number in mind and he's not going to budge too much, at least as far as that average annual salary goes. So this is something that uh, I think is worth monitoring. From my standpoint, I would tend to think that Phillips will be back a contract similar to this. Um, while I think it's going to be more difficult to get something done with like Levi Wallace, for Harrison Phillips, I could see him signing a two-year deal coming back to the Buffalo Bills somewhere in that neighborhood of $5 million per season. A bigger question mark for the Bills is defensive end Jerry Hughes. 12 years in the NFL, again, another fan favorite, number 55, just has been a, a stalwart, right, as part of the Bills' defense for his time, really that veteran presence um, over his career with Buffalo. When we talk about someone like Jerry Hughes, we know that he is uh, he's approaching 34 years of age, getting towards the end of his NFL career. 
when you talk about a career earning standpoint, right? I mean, you're talking about a guy that's been in the neighborhood of $80 million in career earnings over his 13 seasons that he has played again, right? Those first three and a half years with the Indianapolis Colts. Then he was traded to the Buffalo Bills and has had a, uh, you know, a very good career in that time. Now, when we talk about and say a very good career, right? Hughes has been great in winning his matchups, not so much when it comes to, to getting those sacks, right? And that's been a little bit of a criticism for him as that number has declined really over the past few years, right? Hughes in 2014 had 10 sacks, had five in 2015, six in 2016, four in 2017. Listen, where I'm going with this is I know it's more about sacks. It's providing those pressures, freeing things up, or providing that pressure so other guys on the defensive line can be successful. And Hughes certainly does that. But he played just over 50% of snaps in 2021. I think with this, right, you would start to see a decline in those snaps, maybe more pass rush situations, maybe somewhere in the neighborhood of playing 30, 35% of those snaps really freeing things up, assuming they take another step. When you talk about guys like Gregory Rousseau, Boogie Basham, and of course, A.J. Epinesa. Now, when you talk about what the contract would be for someone like Hughes, right? Track has him signing a two-year contract in the neighborhood of $6.6 million, an average of $3.3 million per season. Now, for me, right, I think a two-year contract might be a bit much. I think it might be more of a one-year deal. We've seen the Bills do that in the past when it came to contracts in the past with Kyle Williams and Lorenzo Alexander. Um, I was thinking one-year deal around $4 million, keep that veteran presence, a proven pass rusher, right? A, a, a situational pass rusher for $4 million that knows your system, that is a leader in your locker room would certainly be worthwhile. Whether or not the team is going to look to bring Jerry Hughes back, Certainly remains to be seen, but I do think he still has value in the NFL if he does not re-sign with the Bills, that someone will scoop him up in short order. Uh, Again, in kind of that one-year deal, be that veteran presence, provide that pass rush, and uh, again, get those pressures on the quarterbacks, allowing your defensive line to continue to do well. So that is one that I'm really taking a look at. I have flip-flopped on this a bunch when it comes to Jerry Hughes, And, uh, and right now I'm thinking, okay, when you look at that, probably a one-year, $4 million type contract, I think that makes sense. Now, we have this conversation about Jerry Hughes. We could have the same conversation about Mario Addison, right? Here's a guy over 34 years of age, seven sacks this past season, playing just over 45% of the snaps. Again, someone in a position that you should see that percentage continue to decline right? Probably somewhere in that 30 to 35% range, but maybe just to be that situational pass rusher as these younger guys develop and get more playing time. I do not think the Bills would be in a situation where they could bring back both Addison and Jerry Hughes. It's probably one or the other, probably a similar type of contract, one year, $4 million, come back, be that guy that can put the pressure on the QB and let's see what happens. But again, I don't think it can be both. I think when you talk about this and you look at it, the Bills can look to to get a younger pass rusher. Maybe they look to do something in the draft, right? Maybe they bring back F.A. Obada. I mean, when you think to this past season, there were some weeks where A.J. Epinesa and Carlos Boogie Basham were both inactive. I think if the Bills are investing in these young guys, 
they need that experience. So maybe you bring back Hughes or Addison, you bring back Obada, and maybe you draft a project with one of your late sixth or seventh round picks, similar to what they did with Daryl Williams in the past, who they then went ahead and traded to the Carolina Panthers. So it remains to be seen, but I think, right, I, I believe that they should bring back Harrison Phillips and one of these two guys to have that veteran presence because, again, you've got Rousseau and Basham going into year two, Epinesa going into year three. You need that veteran presence in that room. We know it's something that Sean McDermott has always valued, but I do not think it is going to be both of these players. I think it will be one of the two. So if it was up to you, who are you picking? Are you going with Mario Addison? Are you going with Jerry Hughes? Hughes has certainly been better about providing the pressure on the quarterback and winning his matchups against the offensive tackles that he goes with. But then you've got Addison, right? Seven sacks this past season. Certainly better at getting to the quarterback. um, But again, not as good as providing that pressure that we have seen from Hughes. So as always, I would would love to hear your takes. Hit me up here in the comments section at buffalorumblings.com. You can find me on Twitter at Ant Marino um, and just you know let me know what you're thinking as it relates to Harrison Phillips, Jerry Hughes, and Mario Addison. So three uh, situations we'll definitely be keeping an eye on. I always appreciate you guys tuning in and giving a listen. Like I said, let me know what you're thinking. Thanks for listening. And as always, go Bills.